Hello, everybody. I'm John Locke, and I'd like to welcome you to the LockingYourSuccess.com Trading Performance Podcast, where it's all about real traders, real problems, and real coaching. Listen up and enjoy the segment. For those serious about becoming successful, consistently profitable options traders, now is the time to build skills in technical analysis, market analysis, and applied volatility to get those results. We have multiple memberships, starting with our Go membership that teaches rules-based trading and our Pro membership that teaches more subjective trading. For more information, go to LockInYourSuccess.com memberships. I've been around long enough to know your thoughts when it comes to worrying about getting the perfect mid-price, but my question is about best practices when it comes to placing trades. My current process is to enter my trade and think or swim, hit the padlock on the limit order, and watch the price bounce around, eventually land, and eventually, right, so you, you I'm assuming you subjectively land on some sort of a mid-price, right? So you're watching the market move around or the price move around. Find once I confirm the trade. Sometimes it fills right away. Great. Uh, other times I feel like I'm chasing the price, adding, subtracting a few cents every minute or so. Um, after doing this for a few minutes, I sometimes end up 20 to 50 cents off my initial read. What mid-price was? Is it normal to be so far off? I feel like a cat chasing a string with the market laughing in the background. Yeah, so this is a complex subject that can take a lot of time, and it take, it's a bit of an art to deal with. Um, realistically, as I mature as a trader, I really don't give it about mid prices. I don't, I, I, I'm like when I was years ago, I was very much into uh, sensing out the algorithms, right? So you're, you're negotiating against a market maker computer. And I mean, one of the algorithms you should be aware about is they learn what the typical trader does. When they, when they, um, when they put an order in, and they know that it, they'll put an order in, and if the order fills, right? So the order might fill because it's a price that the the market maker is just willing to take, uh, or somebody else has an opposite order in, or whatever, right? Maybe the market maker. There are times when the market maker wants your order. There's the times when the market maker doesn't want your order, and that's all part of understanding. Um, you know, I'm putting in this order. Is this something the market maker is going to want? Um, and that's going to affect your mid-price. If it's an order the market maker doesn't want, then it's going to be a higher number. If it's, a mar if it's an order the market maker does want, it's going to be a lower number. Um, they're going to be more eager to take it, right? So sometimes it'll, it will fill right away, and that has to do with what the market maker is likely to have for inventory, has to do with how fast the market's going, which direction the market's going, and you know what type of order you're putting in. All those are factors on uh, on mid price right and as you determine a mid price too i mean this is the other factor too as you determine a mid price by the time you get the order and sometimes the market pressure has changed a little bit maybe the market's gone from complacent to moving maybe it's gone from moving up to moving down or moving down to, to moving up right so all these are factors on what's going to do that one of the things you don't want to do necessarily is to get uh, anchored on a price and because uh, what a lot of people do, and this is like the worst thing you can do, is you look at the price and you see maybe it's fluctuating a little bit. You anchor on the price that's most in your favor and you start with that. 
I mean, that's that's what they're expecting you to do. That's what the normal person does. And then, um, you know, if it doesn't fill, then they know that the average person, I mean, they know exactly the time period that the average person waits. And most people fall into that category. If you're following your your normal, what you call a logical thought, um, which is actually emotional, but we'll get into that later. Um if you're if you follow the normal process, you're going to go in and you're going to move it, you know, so many cents every so many seconds, and they know that. Now, if they're busy, in other words, right, the market maker is not a person, right? It's a computer, but we're going to talk to it like it's a person because they they're AI. They negotiate like a person. Um, only they have more information on you than you have on them. But if it's an order they want or whatever, they're not going to fool around with it. They'll take the order if it's a reasonable price. If it's an order they don't want, um, or if it's especially if it's a slow day, they, you get into this algorithm where they know you put a you put a price in for a dollar, right? So you say it's a debit of a dollar, and they don't fill it. They know that you're going to come in and you're going to add and you're going to wait so many seconds, and you're going to up that price by so many cents. Right, uh, and then what they'll do is they'll is they'll bring the order closer to yours, but they'll bring it just above that level. And then when you bump the cents up, they will move it a little bit further away. Because they know what's going to happen is you're going to wait a certain amount of seconds, and then you're going to bump it a certain amount of price, and then move it away until it's really strongly in their favor, and they really are interested in the order, and they'll take it. Right, or if you get a market shift in that time frame, they might just take it. Uh, or sometimes it gets forgotten about. So sometimes what'll happen is you'll have <laughs> this. Is another thing that just happens, right? And this is just part of learning the negotiation process: is you'll have an order in for a dollar. The market will move around; it won't be filling, it won't be filling. You'll take it out and you'll put it back in for a dollar. It'll fill for ninety-five cents. It's it's just like it's like it got. It, I mean, I don't know necessarily everything that's going on on the other side. None of us do, uh, unless we're the programmers on the computer. But but that does happen. It's it's like the order kind of gets lost. So um, don't be afraid to put it in, take it out, put it in for the same price. Um, don't be afraid to hold it for a little bit more. Don't be af- um, a lot of the times that I've done in the past. Now the the market maker computer is going to learn this behavior as well if a lot of people start doing it. But um, what I've done in the past is I would put a price in that I thought was reasonable. I'd bump it up to make sure I – to be pretty sure, right? I never for 100% sure, but pretty sure I have the market maker computer attention. In other words, it's something they're even interested in. And then I'll pull back away from it for a while, and then I'll reprice it higher than the initial order, um, substantially higher, and it'll fill somewhere Usually in the middle. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to pull the other other party other party toward me and then and then bounce over over it. Works sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't work. Um, I've had good luck doing it. But you know those types of things come in. It's an art. Um, you can play with it as much as you want. Uh, to me now, we make so much money, really, on like the subjective trades. What we do at like a thousand percent this year on plant capital and the pro trades. I don't really care that much about execution anymore. I mean, I mean, there's a limit, of course, but I'm just like, just get the darn thing filled. I know it's a good trade. Get it on, um, and then we'll play it from there. Okay? Uh, just do what you need to do. Ultimately, you need to do what you need to do. 
And that is what I have for you today. If you have any questions or comments or anything else you'd like to see on the next Trading Performance Podcast, please list that in the comments and I'll personally answer your questions and comments for you. Also, I'd love to encourage you to come on over to LockingYourSuccess.com. That's L-O-C-K-E in your success.com and check out our Trading Performance and Pro Memberships where you can find the tools you need to become a much more effective trader regardless of the type of trading you do. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to seeing you on the next Trading Performance Podcast.